0: So here we go. Very good uh, day to you wherever you may be. Welcome to the James Whale podcast radio show thing. Uh brought to you by Robbo. Now Rob's an interesting bloke. He's uh, sitting in his uh office in uh, North Wales just off the Isle of Anglesey. And uh I'm sitting in uh, in my house in uh somewhere in Kent actually. And uh, this is how we do the program. They they really seems to me to be no need for rushing to uh, very glamorous studios anymore. It's as cold as a witch's tit up here. Really? Well, it's probably colder than that down here, but I don't wish to use a facsimile of the anatomy to make my point, because that would be rather slovenly, would it not? Uh, but it's fucking freezing down here, let me tell you that. And uh, there's snow turning to sleet, which is turning back to ice. But at least we're we're the lucky ones. We're not stuck on a motorway somewhere. That's true. There's no snow. It's it's all clear. All oh, right. Well, with a little luck, uh, this whatever Emma, whoever she is, is uh, coming your way, flashing her bits, and uh, you might get a whole load of it a little later. As long as it's over the weekend, I'm okay. All right. Okay. Well, that's good. People will be listening to this when the sun is shining and it's about 50 degrees uh, because that's just what people do. Yeah, we're referring to that that mini ice age that happened back at the end of February, beginning of March. Has the Thames frozen yet? No, not yet. What is the date today, by the way? Uh, It's around the 3rd of March, something like that. It's the 2nd. It's the 2nd of March. For some reason, I thought it was the 27th of February. (laughs) <laughs> I have no idea why I thought that. Um, but anyway, um, I was talking to uh, Jeremy Corbyn's brother, Piers, funnily enough, is his brother's name, uh, on my radio. You know I've got a radio show on Talk Radio, Monday to Thursday Seven till ten, and occasionally other times when nobody else can do it. Oh, I do now. Thank you very much for letting me know. Yeah, talk radio. Get onto talk radio, download the app. Very easy to listen to, as easy to listen to as this. And of course, it's live Monday to Thursday, seven in the evening. Absolutely live. Anything can happen, and quite often does, sadly. Um, we were talking to Piers Morgan, Piers Corbyn. <laughs> Uh, fancy getting those two Anyway, uh we were we were talking to Piers Corbyn, who's a, a weather expert. He's a a, a, a future forecaster. Um he, he's got a very interesting weather um website which is worth looking at called um Um I can't remember now. <laughs> anyway, Google Piers Corbyn, you'll find out. Um and he is a very interesting uh, man, uh, he sounds exactly like his brother, which is a little disconcerting if you uh, had just been listening to me speaking about Brexit. But we we're talking to him about the bad weather. Now, uh, for those of you who are not familiar with the James Whale, how I refer to myself, which is a bit sad really, but there we are. Uh, I have never bought into this um, uh, all this business of uh, carb. We've got we've to be carbon neutral. We've got to do. Look, don't get me wrong. I am uh, recycling, absolutely fine. I do recycling. Everybody should do recycling. Get rid of the plastics. Absolutely agree with that. The mess we're making of the planet. Um, listen, we live in Britain. This is the fucking messiest country in Europe. Any other country in Europe, you don't get the shit all over the roads that we get here, and that's because we've got a lot of very slovenly people in this country. You know, you know that as well as me. There are lots of slovenly people out there. So. Uh, recycling, very good idea. Everybody should do it. If you don't do it, you're a stubbornly bastard. But the whole idea that, uh, well, we've got to tax you for driving, um, a, a new diesel car, or we've got to stop people, make people walk and cycle, be better for them. And it might be, uh, depending upon whether you want to or not. Uh, but I find the arrogance, the arrogance arrogance of cyclists beyond belief. There are some pleasant ones, I'm sure, but there are an enormous amount of arrogant bastards who ride around on two wheels. Stuff you. You've got no time for anybody else. You think you're better than everybody else. And quite frankly, those flashing lights that some of you have should be banned. Now, why am I slagging cyclists off? Well, any opportunity is a good one as far as I'm concerned. But the reason, of course, is because most of them uh, think they're saving the planet, and of course they're not. Piers Corbyn, will will put you straight, and he's an expert, but I've always said this as well. You know, whatever mankind does, it's not going to make that much difference to the weather patterns on this planet. might make a few problems for your breathing and things like that, but it's not going to make any difference to the weather. And uh, I wonder, we're going to save the planet. Because... According to Piers Corbyn, and I believe him because I've, I've I've heard other people over the years say this as well, do not chew my shoes, dog. Thank you. So for some reason, I like chewing my shoes. Um, where was I? Uh, you were going to save the world. You weren't listening, were you? I was. I was looking up the, the uh, website while you were talking. It's weatheraction.com. Okay. Yeah. Have a look on there. It's interesting as well. Most of our weather and most uh, meteorologists, if not all meteorologists will tell you this, is governed by the sun and the activity on the sun, solar flares, sunspots, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, they, and the jet stream is obviously very important to the weather patterns we get. Now, this uh, this period that we're living in is known as an interglacial period, a period between ice ages. And remember, the time of the dinosaurs there were no ice poles, all, all the ice had gone. So the poles either, either end of the planet, if you will, are the remnants of the last ice age. The ice age hasn't yet gone. And we hear lots of talk about, oh, well, it's all melting up there and everything. And of course, this is not actually true. And, uh, and, and there are a lot of people, I presume, making an enormous amount of money out, out of these, what Piers Corbyn says, lies. He says they're lies. I'm not that well-informed to say definite lies. I think mistruths, probably, but uh, or, or mistakes. But, excuse me, more coffee is needed. Um, anyway, uh, Piers uh, made a very interesting um, statement on my show on Talk Radio the other day. He said that we are heading within the next 20 years to the next mini ice age. And the sort of weather we've been getting now and we had some years back, will become more frequent. And it'll have nothing to do with the warming of the planet or the the climate changes. And he said, the experts know, and they should be straight with people, that we are heading to the next mini ice age. The mini ice age, which uh, a few hundred years ago, was it back in the 17-something or others, uh, where the Thames th- froze over? Uh, they had ice fairs on the Thames. Um, there was it was a lot colder, and he said that will be preceded by warmer climates. The Romans came here. They planted grapevines. They grew grapes. Uh, so it 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 has always changed. And don't you bite my shoes? Sorry. Um, and it will always change. And I, I just thought it was great to hear somebody with the guts to put a different point of view. Because the rumours are now—I'm not sure if they're true—but I have a, a, a feeling they probably are—that anybody who says what Piers Corbyn says is banned from appearing on the BBC. Now you couldn't prove that because all well, they say oh, well, we just didn't—we uh, we just didn't book that person, but. Um, uh you remember that you remember the uh, botanist um who, who, what's, his, what's his name off oh, it's gone off my grebombel great nuts what was that what was his name um man with the you know the beard. Um, the, the wrinkly face and um the guy the guy that oh, used to go in the undergrowth yeah yeah oh it's it yeah that one yeah anyway he was uh, he he thinks along the same lines and you've not seen him on the bbc for years, have you? They just dropped him, refused to have him on. David Bellamy. David Bellamy, yeah. So uh, I think it's about time we started telling a bit of the truth. And uh, if, if, as Beers Gorbin says, uh, whether, what was it, weather? Weatheraction.com. Weatheraction.com, check it out. People should. If it is that we are heading within the next 20 years to the next ice age, we ought the world generally ought to be actually doing something about preparing ourselves for it, shouldn't we? Yeah, some ice skates and some tennis rackets for your shoes. Yeah, you're taking the piss. This is a rather serious issue and I think you, even though you live in North Wales and uh, let's face it, there's not a lot of people choose to live in North Wales and I say that lovingly as a Welshman myself, uh, but from the proper part of Wales in the South, um, uh, you, you really shouldn't mock these things. They're very important. Yeah. Very important. Yeah. You know, you'd only have yourself to blame if you got cut off, if the Isle of Anglesey disappeared under a huge sheet of ice, so you must get prepared. So I thought that was interesting, and uh, if anybody wants to check out weatheraction.com, please do. Now, uh, talking about it actually leads on rather nicely to, uh, to the next bit uh, I wanted to talk about, and... Put a, I put a question out on Facebook which uh, said, Labour wants customs union treaty after Brexit. Would this now make you consider voting for Labour? It wouldn't make me consider voting for Labour, but uh, it might make some people consider voting for Labour. Of course, as you know, um, the negotiations over Brexit are getting more and more ridiculous. This self inflicted. It's like, uh, this is what occurred to me the other day, by the way. Rob, you are part of it. If you want to, if you feel that, that you have anything to um, contribute, don't don't uh, hesitate to uh, to do it. Will you? I'm waiting for the meat of the story. Right. Okay. Well, this occurred to me the other day. You know when a person, and this is tragic, and I'm not making light of this, but you know when somebody self harms. Right. Okay. You know when they they cut themselves and they do things to themselves because they are upset, miserable. Need attention or something like that mm-hmm. yeah well that's what i i I've, I've, I've I figure that that is what those people who voted for brexit It's kind of like a a group self harming to to vote to leave part of the continent that we are. We are part of Europe. The fact is geologically there's a little slither of water between us and the rest of Europe, which sometimes makes us think we're better than everybody else, which is, you know, when people think they're better than everybody else, you know what happens. Everybody else thinks they're a twat. Uh, uh, yes. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. So it's like group self-harming, isn't it? Voting to leave the European Union because some people wanted attention or they weren't doing as well as they wanted to. Do you think it's a good one? I mean, I, I, thought, I thought it was quite an interesting... Um, it's a little harsh do you think it's a little harsh a, a little it's a, it's a it's a yell for help it's a, it's a people yelling for help isn't it and let's face it people like boris johnson need help that is true yes yeah yeah anybody who wears shorts and hats and runs obviously not very well but insists on doing it purely for the publicity is in need of help yeah he's always the first to get the mop and bucket and broom though isn't he, to be fair to him what Whenever there's a disaster, he's, he's always the first to get a mop and a bucket and a broom. I've never seen him with a mop and a bucket and a broom. Where did you see him with a mop and a bucket oh, and a whenever, broom? Whenever, whenever there's troubles, he's always out there with a broom really? to sweep it all up, yeah. He does his bit. Maybe it's better if you don't contribute as much. Anyway, so so this, uh, this whole business of... Um, um, Uh, public self-harming is just, it's a cry for help by those people who love to call themselves Brexiteers and then have invented this name for people who want to stay quite sensibly as Ramona's. This is a bit of an embarrassment. It's it's almost like kids playing in the playground. We have to sort this problem out. And it was good to see, although I never really agreed with very much Tony Blair ever said. He did make an interesting speech uh, this last week. And I thought an excellent speech by former Prime Minister John Major, who I did have a lot of time for, um, on what is going to be one major cock-up. And what, what they're trying to do at the moment, although... The politicians—they're they're trying, they they are trying their hardest to mend the problem that David Cameron has caused, and I suppose to a certain extent Nigel Farage. But fancy even worrying about Nigel. Nigel was just there as a bit of an entertainment factor, and you know, giving people uh, a ref. I won't go—I won't go through that anymore. So anyway, something has to be done, and I'm—I'm uh, I'm waiting for Theresa May's speech, which uh, we're recording this before she's made her speech, so I have no idea what she said, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping that she's realising that for this not to be a total disaster for for the world, actually, not just for Britain, but for the world, this will be a disaster for the world. The European Parliament needs to be uh, reorganised, and David Cameron was not the person who could do it. He was too wet. A wetter man I have never met. I've shaken his hand and it's wet, We need to reorganise Europe. We, not the Germans, should be there right at the top. We, the Germans and the French, should be the main forces, were the main forces within Europe, but we didn't push ourselves enough because most of our MEPs were members of UKIP and they couldn't have given us stuff one way or the other. And the others, well, you never heard from most of them, did you? There are a couple of very good MEPs, but let's face it, most of them you never heard of and most of us never voted in the European election, so we only have ourselves to blame. Perhaps we've learnt our lesson. But the question I asked was, Labour wants Customs Union Treaty after Brexit. Would it make you consider voting for them? Uh, Leslie Owens said, let me think long and hard about this, James. No. Um, quite, a, quite right. Uh, JJ Wright says, people vote Labour because their parents did and their parents before them and their parents before them, and so it goes on. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, And the same for for both the main parties as well. A lot of people just vote because their parents voted that way. People need to think a little more. That is why I so believe that we should have lowered the voting age to 16. Uh, Paul Ann Brown says no, especially not while they have a nut job at the top who seems to be living on another planet. Uh, Roger Merritt says everybody knew that leaving the EU would include leaving the Customs Union. No, they didn't, Roger. It was hardly ever mentioned. And if it was mentioned, most people don't even know what the customs union is. So come on, Roger. Wakey, wakey. Fraser T. Hunter said, I'll vote for anybody trying to save the oncoming disaster. Quite right, Fraser. But there might be an alternative. Keep watching. Um, Andy Cudworth, he's always good for a quote. He said, uh, is this a trick question? No way. Labour don't have a clue where they stand. They stay vague on the issue and try to be popular to whoever at the particular time. They are playing politics with it, not in the long-term interests of truly global-looking United Kingdom. The world has changed significantly in the last 30 years and through having internet, higher-speed travel and purse. Uh, preservation of goods. Oh, I see where we're going with this. Global beyond the EU is where the future lies. This is bollocks, Andy Cudworth, absolute bollocks. He says the EU prevents poor countries in Africa and Asia from flourishing. I'll tell you what actually prevents the poor countries in Africa and Asia from flourishing. They're f***ing governments. That's what prevents them. Nothing else. And the fact that perhaps a lot of what they have we don't want. Um, Getting out of poverty... But, well, the reason they're in poverty is, of course, uh, our fault, and I would agree with you, the fault of, you know, the British Empire, what we did to various countries, how we allowed the, the religious nutters or the missionaries, if you prefer to go over there, and uh, and spin them all lies when they're quite happy with their own uh, uh, their own religions and thoughts. We need to be fully out to encourage free, open and fair trade with developing countries. Yeah, I know a lot of you feel that way, Andy, but I just think you're living in cloud cuckoo land and for some reason you want attention. Matt Session says, uh, yes, but I was going to vote Labour anyway. Uh, When the choice in the UK is between the most corrupt self-serving political organisation in Western Europe, namely the Tory party, who are clueless at running the, the economy and public services, or Labour, then if you have more than one brain cell, you would vote Labour every single time. Yeah. Maybe, Matt, you forgot about the fact that the Labour government of 13 years left a little note saying, sorry, we spent all the money and it's all f***ed. Perhaps you forgot that, Matt, but never mind. Uh, I don't want to burst your bubble too soon. Uh, Gail Hughes says, I'll be voting for the government who legalises cannabis for medical reasons. I think that's a very good point, actually, Gail, but I don't think that's a main issue for voting for a government, but there we are. Paul Saver. Oh, hello, Paul. I keep meaning to get in touch with you, Paul, and I haven't done, and I should. Uh, Labour always brings the country to its knees. I'm not a fan of May or Brexit. Like so many, there is no party for me. Paul, maybe you and I should start one. Uh, Michael Bassett says, Comrade Korbanivsky would totally ruin this country, he and his cohorts just want blood on the streets I I don't think that is the case but there we are, interesting dichotomy Uh, James Musgrave says another reason not to vote Labour if you ask me, well James you and uh, Andy Cudworth should get together you'd be very happy I'm sure, very very happy in short so there we are, there's uh, my thoughts on that Uh, I don't think I've gone on too long have I or maybe I have Uh, it's about 19 minutes you're okay I thought it was longer than that uh, what, what oh, we- 19 minutes just on the Brexit? No, 19 minutes in total. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I suppose you should do something now. Um, awesome. Otherwise, I'll just go on and on and on. I'll put some music on. What? You know, well, we could put some music on. Our music I the other day was quite good. I thought i quite like that. It was all right. it was What's an- this? Ooh. Yeah. What? Oh, that's just twi- oh, tweets coming in. Oh, okay. The Italian Connection is open as usual in Harrogate with a warm welcome waiting for everybody. Yeah, oh, that's nice. Um, the Vaulted Skies, these are? They are indeed, yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is a track called Does Anyone Else Feel Strange? It's quite apt, really, from the brand-new EP No Fate. Have a little listen to this. Okay, well, that was good. I like that. The vaulted skies. And does anybody else feel strange if you've got a bit of music you would like us to play? uh, Send it to us. Rob will tell you how. Yeah, just email jameswellradio at gmail.com. Mark it for my attention. Rob, include the MP3 permission to play. And if we like it, we'll play it. If we don't like it, we'll consider it. And then we'll probably play it anyway and take the piss out of it. Now, uh, why don't we do Tech Talk now? Because uh, that makes you feel warm and cuddly and gives you a reason for existing. And uh, I can sit here and slurp my coffee for about 10 minutes or so. 10 minutes. Wow. OK. Ofcom is telling broadband firms that they've got 30 days to sort out their speeds. Otherwise, customers can now walk walk where we're walking anyway the weather's bad <laughs> now the um you know when you're in a, a year or two year co- <laughs> as Anne Summers has been sending you packages again oh sorry what <laughs> I said has Anne Summers has been sending you packages again oh sorry could you hear that no I thought I was uh, just trimming my beard right okay so, so yeah so, all right so it's um, got, this I've got a new one it's got listen to that that and then you go turbo listen. It's good, mm, isn't it? Yeah. Um, are you sure it's a beard trimmer? Well, of course it's a beard trimmer. Why? What did you think it was? Well, I don't know. In fact, actually, it's a head trimmer as well. And I, I did my hair the other day and while you we were here. Uh, you can hear that? Yeah. What are you trimming? Hair, yeah, back of my head. I, I found it. Oh, OK. I found a bit that I missed. How did right, you blow the okay. back of your head? Well, blowing the hair off the uh, trim. Oh, I see. Of course, yeah. Pleasure. <laughs> uh, anyway, right. So, where were we? Um, you can get uh, Netflix on Sky at the end of the year. Oh, really? Well, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and uh, you, I need a I need a new TV. I think I don't know mine. Mine's or maybe it's a box. I don't know. Okay. I keep having problems. It keeps doing funny things. You keep putting it into standby. Do I? Huh. <laughs> I don't know what I do really, to be honest. we <laughs> drinking, I think. Okay, and uh, from May, you... right, I'm just fiddling with my wire. Okay, you're fiddling with your wire. Uh, from May, you'll mm. have to prove you're 18 before you can access adult websites. Really? Yes. It's actually not very good news, really, when you think about it, because kids now, if they want to access adult websites, will have to turn to the dark web, where they'll be offered drugs, guns, all sorts mm. of dodgy things. I've never been on the dark web. Is it easy to get onto? Yes. Is it? Very easy to get on the dark web. You don't really need to because I've noticed on Twitter Mm. uh, quite often you get very dubious websites tweeting you purely to try and get publicity, I presume, or or people to to follow them. Yeah. Or what they call these cam girls. Uh Uh-huh. I was thinking of becoming a cam boy. Well, you might as well. There's lots of money in it. Yeah, I mean, what do you have to do? Just what we're doing now, but with pictures. Yes, exactly yeah. what we're How doing. How can that be? Yeah, what you were doing about five minutes ago with that thing that you were playing with—that would make you loads trim of my money. Just Yeah, that oh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, make you loads of money. Really? Yeah. Okay. Should we get on with the next feature? I don't know. I was just having a look at Twitter to see who was going uh, on today. Um, um, Bluebell Lulu from Hawaii. And your Twitter account is called? My Twitter account? I'm not telling you. Why? Oh, well, how are you going to get followers <laughs> if you don't tell people? <laughs> what? <laughs> how are you going to get uh, followers if you don't tell people what your Twitter handle is? No, well, I'll, just, I'll, I'll have a look at her. Oh, my gosh. Can just you seeing the people who've been following me recently, I was just having a little look here. Let's have a look. Uh, Dave Smiler-Smith, oh, he's a dog. Um, That's not very nice. God, <laughs> no, it's a picture of a dog, oh. and, and sometimes, still, here we are, Matthew Graham has just followed me, okay, Matthew Graham, he has one of those no, he's got, he's got no picture, just one of those sort of grey things. Egg. Uh, yeah, no, they don't do eggs anymore, do they? They do a little head. <laughs> okay. And he has six followers. Right. right. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. One of them is against the sugar tax. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> yeah. And um, and one of them is uh, somebody called. I better should I give their names out? Maybe I shouldn't really. You give their Twitter handles out. Yeah, Anita Wesley, who's a sweet lady, cosplay master. What's a cosplay? Someone, master? someone who likes to dress up. Oh right, I've never heard of that. Let's have a look at the. This is the thing you do. Look at the media. Ah, yeah, see what you mean. Oh, gosh, she's got tattoos everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, she's only got ten followers. Who are her followers? Well, I'll, Let's have a look. I'll, I'll follow her then if she's... Uh... All girls only got ten followers. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is all fairly, you know, page three of the Sun stuff. But um, uh, <laughs> it's quite funny. I was just thinking back to when I was a kid. It was all sort of, uh, you know, we, uh, one of the guys, I can't remember his name now, would take... Um, a book called Health and Efficiency, which yep. was a, a little magazine for naturists. That was about the nearest thing we got to um, saucy photographs. We used to have page three in primary school until the teachers sent notes home to the parents saying, "If you're contributing <laughs> newspapers for school art club, could you please remove page three? <laughs> uh, but there was a hang on, here's another, another new, another new follower who's got. Oh, she's got thirty-eight thousand followers. That's nearly uh, as much as me. Tasha B. Braxton Seven, writer, a creator, a artful of soul. So there's a, a uh, Braxton Six a out there. Singer. Why? Well, if she's Braxton Seven, there's going to be a Braxton 6, 5, four, and and the original. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, I don't want. It. Do you ever often watch, look, look through who's recently followed you or not? I don't get that many followers these days. I used to years ago when I used to be. Uh, Political oh, now, here's political. an interesting one. 15,000 followers, and I was interviewing on the programme about Brexit and the problems of the Northern Irish border. Ian Paisley, the MP, uh, Freeman of the City of London, honoured to serve as an MP for North Antrim, DUP member, present, turned the highest recorded vote in Northern Ireland. Of course, his, uh, his dad was uh, Ian Paisley. Of course. Yeah. Are you going to give your Twitter anyway, handle out? Uh, the James Whale, well, or the, the the Twitter for the show, which is called uh, James Whale well Show, or Dead Air Podcast. Yeah. yeah, go and check them all out. Uh, right, well, hang on. What you're supposed to? I'm. I'm. You're supposed to be doing tech talk. You've we, done nothing. Well, you hijacked it with your. Look uh, at me. I've got loads of Twitter I, followers. Bollocks. No, I didn't. I just said, <laughs> let's have a look at them. I didn't even tell you how many followers I've got. I haven't got that many. How many have you got? I don't know, eighty thousand or something. No, that's almost doubled what I have. Yeah, but there are lots of people I've never heard of who've got millions. That's true. My iPhone is uh, is working now. I've installed iOS 11.3 beta. It's like a test version, and it now has the feature to turn off the battery restrictions. Oh. I need a new iPhone, don't I? Yeah, because you keep running I mean, out of space. And I keep what? You keep running out of space. Yeah, I, and my bills are very expensive, but it's a not, What? A, hang on, let me just take it out of this thing. The, I've got the iPhone, whatever it is uh 5 something or other and uh and it's quite you know it's got a cracked screen but i have had it a long time it's nice and thin and and looks nice i was thinking of getting one of the android ones one of the other ones but i don't know i i, I like the apple stuff even if the you know they don't always sort of doing things that what well, don't get an android phone it's not for you not? it's not for you is it not no what why trust me it's Would just it... it's not for you oh. but I've, i i managed to use The iPhone quite... I make little videos we put up on the uh, whatever, and uh, I can nearly use all the features on it now. You won't get FaceTime with an Android phone. Won't you? Nope. Right. No, I'll stick with the iPhone. If Apple would like to send me a couple of uh, tests... They don't send anything out free, do they? No. No, they are one of the (laughs) most stingiest companies I've ever come across. Yeah. All right, okay, uh, that was a bit of tech talk. Uh, could we carry on in anything else or not? I can tell you about the film Lady Bird. Oh, you want to do films? Is that the best you could... I haven't got any films to watch, and I've, I've watched all the ones that uh, you sent me. I know, Arnie, I've got a box here to send you, and I haven't mm. got around to do it. It's been a bit cold. Mm, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Although the handle. postman did come today, and he hasn't been all week. Uh, Lady Bird, about a teenage girl's uh, relationship with her mother... Uh, it's it's sort of a, a year in her life and it's sort of got no ending in the film. It sort of just ends because of the, the year-end sort of thing. Um, it's one for Blu-ray. The acting's very good in it. That's about all I can say. Did you ever track down my friend James Cosmo's uh, movie called The Pyramid Texts? I did indeed, yes. I've seen and that. And did you watch it? I did. It's all in black and white. It's all in black and white. Did you like it? Did we ever talk about it? I don't remember talking about it. I think we must have done. Uh, the ending is very surprising. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't expecting. But it's a any. bloody good movie. I wasn't bored. I, th- I I I thought I would be bored stiff, and I went to see it at the at the premiere. It sounds a bit cram, but it wasn't a as a little premiere. I've invited people with a few drinks, and uh, and James came on afterwards and talked about it. In fact, I went to his seventieth birthday party at the weekend. Uh, but it is, it, we won't. Spot, I mean, it is worth getting. It is. It's, it's a great film to watch at home, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's it's just him on his own. Yeah. And you'd think you'd be bored as a bloke on his own sitting in the middle of uh, a boxing ring uh, talking to a camera. Yeah. I went, I was sitting next to Shane Ritchie. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, who I shoot bows and arrows with. And he said to me, he said, I think we'll pop out for a drink and come back. I said, yeah, yeah, probably right. As long as Cosmo doesn't see us do it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so we were sort of half an hour in, and I just happened to glance up at him and he's got tears streaming down his face He said if you ever tell anybody that I'll be really angry. Oh, okay. Oh You better edit that bit I then. will I'll take that out obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was it was beautifully I mean, it's a master class in acting isn't it really it is I mean uh, if you sent that to a, a movie company as a as your sort of audition you'd definitely mm. get the part but he 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 did that himself. They've never properly released that movie. It's 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 won loads of prizes at the sort of movie, you know, these sort of um, film festivals and things. It's definitely an independent film. I, I imagine. I think it must be on uh, Amazon and um, YouTube by now as, as a paid. Might be. Paid I don't penny. know. I don't know. They were very protective of it. Oh yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Um... I think the producers' uh, brothers who produced it were very protective of it. I mean, it is a, it's a a—it's a work of art, if you want to call something like that art. It's a work of art, in a way, isn't it? Definitely worth getting. If you can find it, yeah. watch it. And I thought, when I was... I, I thought, by the way, because I was watching it in this little um, underground theatre in the middle of Soho, and... Uh, I thought, oh, flip! There's a, a, an underground train going, at, but that was the soundtrack on the film. I didn't realise that until. Well, it's it's a boxing ring, so it would sort of suit that, wouldn't it? A sort of an archway yeah. under a railway, you know, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, that no, was good. If you can, uh, if you can find it, get it. So you like Ladybird, similar sort of thing? Um, yeah, but I, I wouldn't say I liked it. I enjoyed it. Hmm. I would not watch it hmm. again, obviously. No. I've watched Pyramid Text twice and um, it's worth watching twice you get different things out of it but the ending is quite unpredicted yes, I was completely shocked when I saw the ending I won't say any more than that because as soon as it starts you think you know what's going to happen yeah and it might, it might not okay, right Uh, anything else? no, should we talk about Circumcision? I was hoping we'd just go home now (laughs) <laughs> well, you're already home Oh yes, I am, I've got things to do Well, okay, l- l- this is another one I did um, uh, I did on the talk radio show uh, A week or so ago Or was it this week? I can't remember Anyway, um, and I thought, I thought It was quite interesting, quite entertaining There's uh, a group of people Who have uh, now started a campaign To stop Male circumcision Usually carried out For some bizarre religious needs and uh, and I have no idea why th- they want to do it why would any God want you to cut the end of your little boy's willy off um. and, and, and make a feature of it and and uh, look I have to admit I was done I'm a I'm a child of the 50s and apparently lots of parents thought it was the best they were told by their doctors the best thing to do snip it off when he's born but apparently it's caused a lot of people a lot of problems I'm not aware of of what I've missed because I've never had it. Right, but apparently you miss a lot. I had mine done when well, I was about nine, for a medical reason, I presume. A medical reason, not for religious reasons. No, unless you were inducted into the Muslim or Jewish faith. I don't know. Not that I was aware of, but uh, no, I no, uh, for medical no. reasons. Yeah. Well, obviously, if if you need to have it done, you need to have it done. Uh, But just doing it because you believe some god wants you to cut the end of your kid's dick off, I mean, that is just, it's backward, isn't it? It's a little bit backward, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a lot backward. So, um, should it be banned? I wanted to know. We had hundreds and hundreds of comments. Everybody (laughs) has something to say. Oh, dear. Susan Harris said, no, it's more hygienic. Well, apparently, Susan, it's not as long as you wash but I, I, I mean I, I don't know because you know when when I was at school, you were either a round head or a cavalier, yeah, I imagine it was back due to the fact that there was hardly any soap back in the day to wash properly, so that's probably why they did it yeah um, <laughs> I'm not that old uh, Gareth Munger says uh, for non medical reasons. On minors, a hundred percent yes, it should be banned. If an adult wants to get themselves circumcised legally and by a licensed practitioner, then that is up to them. Yeah, well said, Gareth. Well said. Uh Steve Frost says Rob. Yes. Well what happened to the short sighted circumciser? I have no idea. He got the sack. <laughs> get it? Yeah, yeah, to trust me I <laughs> yeah, got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tina James says, of course not. There are disorders that can happen to the penis also. It is hygienic and the good things for the lady, sex lasts longer. It has also done for religious reasons for longer than any of us have been born. So who are we to change it? I do think it should be done by a medical professional to stop any damage done by untrained people, says Tina James. Thank you, Tina. Great. Well-thought-out argument, I thought, really, Tina? But um, uh, obviously, if you need to have it done for a medical disorder, but having it done for some religious view, it just seems to me bizarre. Uh, Jack McCurrup says, ban religion first. Lots of other daft shit will follow. (laughs) Uh, James R. Brendel says, America, it's practically the law. And apparently, America, you have to have it done. Yeah, it's There's frowned upon. Trump's so balmy. Just stop here a minute. Trump putting on 25% import tax onto steel and, as they say in America, aluminum, which uh, this, is, this, is, this could have devastating effects on what's left of our steel industry here and in Europe. So don't tell me we've got to leave the uh, EU so we can do great trading deals with America because they are not interested. Uh, Claire uh, Mendelsham says, uh, it's the same as female genital mutilation. It should be banned, obviously, she says. Uh, It's not quite as damaging, I don't believe, as that, but uh, I hope not, because, you know, otherwise I've been damaged beyond repair. Uh, Sally Watson says, no, you wonder why women don't give blowjobs. It's the nasty knob cheese lurking under the foreskin. Oh dear, I'm gonna to have to edit something. Which bit do I edit? Um well that's medical. I wouldn't I wouldn't edit anything. Uh, oh. So Sally Watson is prepared to give you one if you've been circumcised. That that's basically what she's saying, yes. Yeah, good girl. Uh William Street says, I think the Jews <laughs> are very brave, having a bit cut off before they know how it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. Um <clears throat> Uh, Stephen Terry Parker says, you will have more chance trying to ban clouds. No, you won't. Uh, Michael Bassett said, yes, ban this mutilation. It derives from the Dark Ages and is now just religious nonsense. Uh, Steve Montgomery says, yes, it's barbaric. We go on about female genital mutilation, and quite rightly so. This is exactly the same in a modern, caring, forward-thinking society. This practice has no place whatsoever. Lee Chunk, Nightingale, just wondering if you have it done and then by chance it grew back, would that make it a five skin? (laughs) Uh, Stuart Campbell-Clark says, if your foreskin is tight, then yes, for hygienic reasons more than anything. It was done for that reason. Sad day, the day I lost my hood. Okay, that's enough, (laughs) really. I mean, obviously, for medical reasons, it needs to be done, but for for religious reasons, why on earth? Why on earth would you do it? I've no idea. Um, anyway, so there we are. That's, uh, keep your thoughts coming in. I mean, uh, we can all go on uh, my Facebook page and read them all, but we'll put them up on the website, some of them, shall we? No, just stick them on the Facebook page. It'd be too hard to yeah. put them on a website. Would it? Oh, right, okay. Okay. Um, And lots of people, your thoughts on BBC licence fee increases, going up a a few, Bob. Steve Frost says, should be scrapped, not raised. They need to introduce advertising or fold. Now, they don't want advertising because um, I think there needs to be a broadcasting organisation that isn't reliant on advertising, but I don't, personally, I don't think the BBC needs to be anywhere near the size it is. I think they should be spending more money on their local radio stations, a bit more on their local TV broadcasting, and maybe have two national radio services and a national TV service and maybe a schools, a news service, and that's it. They don't need all the extra bits. And the thing is, you can, you know, people get caught, by the way, because of their own stupidity. I know I'm I'm not suggesting you should break the law. Of course, you shouldn't, and at the moment, the law is... That you have a TV license and you should have one, but what I object to is being harassed by people knocking on the door asking me if I have a license because I'm one of those who's just you know I'm just I just slam the door in people's face. If you're not invited to my house, don't fucking call. That's it. That's it. Right? Don't and don't come without ringing either because you you know the and I had one the other day. But, And how can I put it, because just moved and haven't changed the address and stuff and, you know, just checking to find, apparently. I didn't answer the door, I spoke through the door. I said, yeah, oh, TV licensing, we'd like to come in. Yeah, well, you can't come in, go away. We can come in, sir, would you open the door? I said, no, go away, you're disturbing my dog and other people in the house, just go. In the end, I had to say, if you don't go, I will call the police. And then the silly f***er said we've got the right you haven't got the right to come in at all you need a warrant to cross my threshold get off my property or else and the only way they can do you is seeing your television plugged in to the aerial in the wall they can't even do you if you have a television standing in the room if it's not plugged into anything you also have to confess and sign a piece of paper as well absolutely so I'm not suggesting people should avoid it. I'm just saying that people actually get very flustered. They get very aggressive, these people who come round. The other thing you can do is invite your neighbour round when you know they're calling back and say, can you just go and get the door? Because it'll be them that gets done. <laughs> they never call back with a policeman. Have you ever, ever, ever heard of a police saying, yeah, we'll send an officer round with a warrant to go into the house? No, they, they, they won't do it. And if you, if by any small chance you didn't have a licence, and of course I'm assuming everybody has a licence because that's the law and you should, you would have got one if you'd forgotten, wouldn't you? It's all done by direct debit now. I just get mm. a text saying thank you for paying your TV licence. Mm. Yeah, it's probably the best way to do it. But, it, it, you know, the BBC is too big and that's the problem. Uh, Graham Bolton says if it went up to £200 a year, it's still good value for money. I'm not sure how you work that out, Graham. Catherine Overend says, shocking, why do I need a license to watch TV? I'd rather that the BBC start showing ads than charge me this extortionate fee. It's not even like the programs are getting better. I spend most of my time watching Netflix. Um, Interesting point, of course, it's not expensive at all. £200 a year would be what? 50p a week or something? Uh, Yes, yeah, well, I'll go with what you say, yes. I don't know. Uh, Jan, someone will tell Jan Sayer says, uh, I got rid of my license a few months ago, haven't watched TV since last summer, and I'm due back a £60 refund. Radio is way better. Uh, time for it to be scrapped altogether. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. Lots of other people as well. Thank you very much indeed. But I think it's probably time for the questions. Oh, no, hang on. We've got some... Um, let's do a mail. Okay, a mail. We've got, we got a mail, didn't we? We had a letter from... Uh, Kieran Greenwood, he says, I uh, hope you're well, Transport for London, led by Mayor Sadiq Khan, is stopping ads from running in the London underground if they don't like them. In a statement, Khan said nobody should feel pressurised while they travel on the tube or bus into unrealistic expectations surrounding their bodies. And I want to send a clear message to the advertising industry about this. TfL now have a committee that monitor ads before they run in the London Underground. They are judged based on feelings. There are no rules or regulations. I believe this is of great interest to the public, says Kieran. I'll be talking about that a little later, I think, on talk radio, because I didn't know that. Mm. What do we want? Ugly people? Is Is he suggesting that what we need are... Life-like ads. You know, if you're sitting on the tube train, and I don't travel by tube train because it's so full of smelly people, I don't want to go down there. I would rather walk um, or drive my car and uh, and upset everybody. Uh, but it's so boring. Listen, I like the ads there. You can look at the ads while you're, you know, attractive women all over the walls of the underground. What's wrong with that? Anyway, listen, we've got to get on. Right, the pub's just opened. Go on. Okay, uh, shall I do the questions then? Well, if you want, otherwise I'm going. I'm stalling for time because I'm finding the page. Here we go. Ah, Okay. Here we go. Spencer James. As in... Spencer James? Yeah, not... not Does that mean Spencer James? or That's his name, Spencer James. His name is Spencer James. He's not saying... I'm not saying Spencer, and then the first bit of the question is James. I'm saying Spencer James. Okay. Um, Or I could say Spencer James. James, what is more important? Peace in the UK or blue passports and organic carrots? Um, read that again. So I just see my dog sitting behind me. Spencer James. What? Yeah. James. What is more important, peace in the UK or blue passports and organic carrots? Peace in the UK, mate. Peace in the UK. Yeah. Peace, man. <laughs> Mark Summers. Is the plural of Bigfoot Bigfoots or Big feet? Bigfoots. Uh, Matt Sessions, are the words "free press" in inverted commas in the UK a smokescreen and a myth? That's a ridiculous. Oh, sorry, uh, that's a ridiculous question. People go on about free, but what is free press? What, what, what do you want to know? What do you think the media is keeping from you? What do you think is going on that you're not being told about? If they wanted to, they couldn't because of social media, because of programs like this. So it's it's bollocks. You know, people keep going on. They've got these wonderful conspiracy theory ideas that they're being controlled by. Uh, and it's rubbish. There is, you yeah, know, look at, look at Trump. He just won't stop. Just you know, if there if there was um, if there was controlled media, he wouldn't be doing that for a start. He'd have his Twitter account pulled. He would. Would have something pulled. Paul Rudd. Uh, when will the media stop with all this fake snow news? Oh sure. Get on to the next one. Uh, Dave Ball. <laughs> yeah. What adverts from your childhood still influence or affect you today? Not one. Except maybe, a Mars a Day helps you work, rest, and play. Not wee balls wobble, but they won't fall down. I don't know that one. Just the only one that ever sticks in my mind from a childhood. Is it? Oh, I like Muffin the Mule. I'm sure you do. Moving on. <laughs> Rob James. Is it possible that a prisoner with a bad stutter could die before finishing his sentence? Very possible. Very possible indeed. Andy Quick, is it Christmas yet? No, Andy, it's not. June is when Christmas is. There's a lot of snow out and about. You sure? Yeah. Uh, I've even seen people on sledges. Nope, it's not Christmas. Uh, Mark Moody When will the UK realise To drive on snowy roads You need to have winter and snow tyres It's the law in Slovenia Between November and March We're not in flipping Slovenia If you want to live in Slovenia I suggest that's what you do We don't have snow tyres here. We have grit, and we love it. Thank you very much indeed. I'll be on Talk Radio Monday to Thursday from 7 o'clock in the evening. Plus, of course, if you want to hear more rubbish, go to our website, jameswellradio.co.uk. Rob, say goodbye. Goodbye.